Hello, everybody. My name is Pastor Keon Henderson. You have tuned in to another episode of Tackle the Text. I don't know how many this is uh, throughout the pandemic, but I am so glad you're with us once again uh, on a midweek opportunity to explore uh, the scripture and to just grow. And this is this is our moment to just grow together. And today I think we have a topic for the ages. I mean, (laughs) I don't know what you're doing now. But you need to get you some tea because you're going to sip it. And, and you need to perhaps get you a snack, uh, get you a towel, some Gatorade, because we are about to have the thriller in Manila. It's about to be a knockdown, drag out slugfest. And we're doing it with the intention of moving the growth meter just a little bit further so that we can become everything that God wants us to be here at our church. And I just heard Pastor Hammond say this out of. Uh, my right. He said something that we practice in our staff meetings. Every day, I only ask our staff to just improve 1% on what they did yesterday. Not a huge leap, not a giant uh, step for mankind, just 1% so that we can move the needle forward in the direction of our destiny. To my right, I have Pastor Torrance. Uh, To his right is Pastor Hammond. And we are getting ready to absolutely tackle the text. text. Today, we're going to talk about something that has inundated social media that I hear everywhere I go. Doesn't matter if it's conservative television or liberal television. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if it's uh, local TV or global TV, nationally televised. This is something that we all hear. And I want to back it up with numbers. I'm on Instagram right now. And I'm going to hashtag the word or the name, I should say, God. Just going to hashtag God. And you can do this too, Mm -hmm. so that way you'll know that I'm right. You know what? Before I do that, y'all just, because I don't even, they they already ready to fight us. I can feel it through the script. So so y'all, how y'all doing today, man? Doing good, Pastor. Man, doing I'm good. good. I'm good. Y'all, I'm y'all good. think? Do you think this is going to be a tough one, or do you, what do you think? You know, this this probably going to cause a few fights. Okay. Yeah, it's going to cause a few spiritual fights, fights right? Spiritual fights. Yeah. Spiritual and, fights. And fighting with within ourselves. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. It's yes. this is one of those one of those moments where we're going to say, Lord, I'm wrestling with the angel, mm-hmm. and and I ain't going to let you go till you, you bless, bless me, me. But my hip is out of socket. It's one of those <laughs> yeah, moments, yeah, Pastor Henry, right? But I think too, even with the spiritual fight, I my prayer is that there will be deliverance and freedom that comes from this and change. And is it not true? We're in the sanctuary. So you guys, is it not true that we had an entirely different topic that we've been preparing for for this moment for the last three days? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I walked right in the room and said, we're going to deal with this. this So we don't have any preempted notes. We don't have um, any uh, meeting to fall back on. This is in the moment. In the moment. According to the uh, yes, guys of the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. And uh, we're getting ready to deal with it. I hashtagged God. Mm. When I hashtag God, what does it say? 52.4 million posts. That's worldwide. It's worldwide. And I'll even add in the second most popular post with the name God in it, God is good. 20.3 million posts. 
Okay. So if you add God and God is good, you have 72.7 million posts. Post. Okay? That's a lot, Rev. Now I'm going to hashtag something, and I'm getting ready to Here give you the topic of today's discussion. I just hashtag self-love, oh my God. 67.6 million. Self-care, wow. 49.3 million. Wow. So together. So together we're looking at, let's see, six, uh, 116 million, almost 117 million hashtags on self. Wow. And only 60-some-odd, 72 million on God. And here's the thing. More than God. 30 more well well more than that because if 70 something and 116 we're talking about 56 more million posts about self. Hashtag about self than God. And here's the thing. God on the hashtag could be any god. It could be Yahweh, it could be Buddha, it could be yeah. uh it could be uh, Confucius. Confucius, it could be Muhammad, it could be anybody, but but self has almost doubled God. And the reason why I brought that in and just kind of shook up the plan is because I cannot tell you how many times over the last month that I have been bothered by how many times I've heard somebody say these words. And I want you to know that I agree with the statement. Mm -hmm. I just disagree Mm -hmm. with the amount. Mm -hmm. Because I do absolutely believe that you have to love yourself. I absolutely believe that's necessary. But I think that the amount of Mm self-love that is in our society has become an excuse for everything we don't want to deal with. Oh, yes. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So grab your handlebars, Mm -hmm. grab your seats, because I know the comments are getting ready to be lit. But we're going to use scripture to back it up. And I ask that you would open your ears to what the Spirit has to say. Here's what the Bible says in Matthew 22, verse 35. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all of your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Nowhere, and the, and, the, and, and the bottom of it was more powerful than <laughs> the was, top. That was it. Yeah. On these two commandments depend all, all the law. The law. <laughs> we know the ten commandments. All ten. All ten. Thou shalt not have another God before me. Yes, all, all those other I'll things. Yes. Honor thy mother and thy father. Uh, thou shalt not commit adultery. Yeah. Uh, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. But the entirety of the law. Dependeth on you shall love the the Lord your goddess and and love your neighbor as thyself. 
as thyself. Pastor Hammond, mm. let's roll. Well, Pastor, I, I love that because you said it's dependent on the law uh, of all that. And, and also comes to mind 1 Corinthians 13, um, though I speak with the, the tongues of men and angels yeah. and have not love, I'm like a uh, sounding brass, sound brass, brass and tinkling cymbal. And if I were to put that in, in common terms, one of my favorite movies, Drumline, is a young man who thinks he's got all this talent and he thinks he's loving himself because everybody is telling him how talented he is. Um, and later he finds out that the, the hardship of the, the communication of one band, one sound. Then you have another young man who wants to progress. And I never understood in watching the movie, you know, the one man that wants to progress, he's taking that growth one, one percent. And every day he's in the room hitting his drum. And the drum alone doesn't sound good, but with the whole band, he understands that uh, it's this collective. And I think love, when we understand this principle, my love is just not my love for myself, but how I can love another neighbor. And if I can love another neighbor, and that neighbor loves another neighbor, and that neighbor loves another neighbor, together we're a band that's making a sound that can change the world, change our community. But if I stay in the mindset of my own self, I'm just changing, I hope to change me. I don't get changed, and I have no impact on the world. You know, wow. I've, got, I've got a neighbor. Uh, he just moved in a couple months ago. Um, older gentleman, clean cut. I mean, clean every day. Every time I look at him, he's clean. And so I compliment him. I'm like, man, <laughs> those pants today are better than the ones yesterday. Man, look at how your belt is matching your shoes. Mm -hmm. Caitlin and I saw him yesterday. He had on these wireframe glasses that was the same design as the shirt that he had on. Wow. And I complimented it, okay? Well, what I've noticed is now every time he sees me, he finds something to compliment. For weeks, we went past each other and didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. I would compliment him, compliment him, compliment him. And now he's complimenting me. Why? Because I first complimented him. He now is giving me a seed of the same kind. Yeah. Yes, sir. So when I hear people needing love, yeah. and I'm not talking about people who have been abandoned uh, by their parents. I'm not talking about people uh, who have been uh, put up for adoption by somebody who didn't care about them. I'm talking about our day-to-day -day walk, our day-to-day -day relationship, yeah. uh, how we communicate with our spouses and all of that. One of the first things that people need to understand is if they are not being paid love, mm -hmm. then the first thing that we should not do is look at the deficiency of the person who pays it. Mm -hmm. We must first ask ourselves, have we paid love mm -hmm. or given love, given love so that we might receive it? I paid him a compliment, and now I receive them. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the Bible says, be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that is not just a scripture for giving tithes and offering. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. And so I would like uh, to bring up for conversation, which is probably going to be the first argument, is it possible that people who are overly focused on loving themselves have fallen victim to the idea of not loving others enough to receive it in reciprocity. Oh my God. Just, just, just for conversation, conversation. Pastor Torrance. Absolutely. Uh, you, you make an amazing point right there, Pastor, that uh, those who love themselves haven't received the love that they've been looking for, so they turn inward to, to, to make the interest about them. Mm -hmm. 
And the scripture, that's a scripture in Philippians, the second chapter. And it says, uh, let nothing be done uh, in the interest of you, mm. but make sure that we're lifting others up. So if everything has to be done in my Hold interest. Hold on, what, pre, what, where is that exactly? Philippians, the second chapter. Philippians 2. About the fourth We can't just verse. say that and we got to, we can't just say that and move on, you see? Yeah, yeah. You, hold on now, Reverend. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. <laughs> yeah. Philippians, Philippians what? Philippians, the second chapter. Philippians 2. The fourth verse. Fourth verse. Read, right. it, read it, read it, Pastor. Read okay. It. I'm going to read it in the King James Version of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Look not every man on his own image or own things, but every man also on the things of others. What version did you read it in? I read it from the New King James. It says, let each of you look out not only for, for his your own, own interest, but, but interest also for the interest of others. Of others. Wow. wow. Meaning that life can't be centered around you. Wow. That, that you have to make sure that you're concerned about the interest of others. So when I say, that when we say now, I'm going to love myself. Now you have gone against the scripture itself because the Bible encourages us to make sure that we're looking out for the interest of others. That's the whole point, the whole purpose of love your neighbor as yourself. You look through the Bible, God never told us to focus on us. No, no. He said, make sure you're living that others may see you focusing on them. I like the message version, Pastor Torrance. Read it that. says, don't push your way to the front. <laughs> Nor don't sweet talk your way to the top. Put there yourself is. aside yeah. and help others yeah. get ahead. Oh, my goodness. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage, but forget yourself long enough to lend a helping mm, hand. Mm, Listen, mm. This, this might have to be a part one or part two, because I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I feel the tension online. Yes, sir. I, I can't even, I can't see the comments yet. I probably won't be able to see them until later. But I, I know that somebody is online right now saying, hold on, Reverend. Mm-hmm. That ain't what my mama taught me. That ain't yeah, what my yeah. grandmama taught me. Yeah. We didn't come today yeah. to perpetuate your culture and the traditions <laughs> that were taught at your address. We came today to unfold the word of God. And quite frankly, quickly, we found out that there was a deficit mm-hmm. mm, in America, in the nation, in the world, because every meme, every hashtag, every news conference, every time something happens, and I'm not saying that this is wrong, I'm just, I'm just wondering if we're getting out of balance. Yes, yes. I did this for me. I, I got to do what's best for me. Right. If I don't do what's best for me, nobody else will. Well, that's because you probably haven't done what's best for an, a, enough others. Yes. Yes. That's why when it's time for the best to be done to you, yeah. There is nobody to mm. do the best. Out of all of what we said, love the Lord thy God and love your neighbor as, as yourself. yourself. The most important thing I think we've said is on these two commandments. Yes, yes sir. Depends the whole, the whole law. We live in a culture saturated with self-love, mm-hmm. self-care. I know my worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, how many times? I, I know my worth. Yeah, I know my um, worth. self affirmations, self-actualization. Um, when I scroll through social media, and I've been intentionally now looking for it, self, 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 self. Mm-hmm. Podcast, mm-hmm. feeding self. How do I do this in 10 days? How mm-hmm. do I become that just self, self, self? 
And, and if I'm tired or if I'm sad in my relationship and, and it isn't satisfying and, it, and the work is too hard yeah, uh, yeah. And, 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 and I can't find uh, my way or, or it's difficult, uh, then I can be done with it because I got to love me. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got to love me. Um, and, and, and we keep loading self on top of love yeah. and love on top of self. But when I study the relationship with Jesus and the disciples, which is all we have to go by. Yes, sir. The scripture. I never saw Jesus say, I came so that you may love me. I came. (laughs) I came all the way from heaven to earth because I needed to feel love. I did hear him say that I came from heaven to seek and save that which is lost, the and while they else. were yes, sir, Rev. yet sinners, yes, sir. while you didn't even know to love me yet, yeah. I loved you. So that yeah. destroys yeah. the idea yeah. that the only people I should love are the ones that love me. And even his father said, for God so loved the world. That yeah. he gave yeah, his he only gave. begotten son, that whosoever, see, the whosoever means they're already behind. Whosoever would start to believe in him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. So what he does is he comes to people who know him not, Mm. gives them an opportunity to know who he is and says, I'm going to love you long enough until you make up your mind about whether you will love me or not. And if you so desire to love me, come into my come come into my kingdom. Say come. If you decide not to depart from me. I know you're not, but the onus is on you. Look at God saying, I will love you in spite of your lack of love for me until you decide to love me. So that destroys the idea, Pastor Hammond, and I want you to come in on here. What do we say to people who say, well, they don't love me, I don't love them. Mm. They don't treat me right, I don't treat them right. Mm. They don't care about me, I don't care about them. What do we say to people who have this idea that in order to give love, we have to first receive it. I think that's, um, I think about a teaching that my, my grandfather uh, told me when I was a young boy. He said, you need to understand the idea of planting, that everywhere that you plant, some seasons may not grow the seeds that you plant. Wow. So you learn to plant in multiple places so that when that uh, seed in its season will grow and another season that mm. seems barren in that season it will grow. And I think another lesson I would say, Pastor, that people need to understand self-love. We're talking this conversation about self-love and it's good. However, comma, I find uh, as it relates, I, I'll go into the business world. Uh, when you have individuals that are so uh, self-centric, those are individuals that can't work in a team environment. And you'll always find those mm-hmm. individuals that mm-hmm. will pluck out themselves, they'll stand out. Mm-hmm. They don't work in a team. They don't get along with anybody. They're the mm-hmm. ones that want to work remote. Uh, all these different kind of connotations, they don't follow leadership because they've uh, developed this mindset, it's me, how do I get ahead, and not the team. Yes. And the same conversation, we talk love. Love is teamwork. Yes, and if I'm not focused on how the group can get ahead, um, I, I, I'll just be in this silo, and I'll be alone. Reverend. Man, that was that was amazing because I think about the the covenant of marriage, right? Now we understand that marriage, I was talking to to Ricky about this not too long ago, that in a covenant, in a covenant, when one person 
fails to do their part, the other side of the covenant has to continue to do their part. Wow. Meaning that the, a contract says, when I stop doing it, Pastor Hammond, yeah, yeah. you stop doing it. We void contract. A covenant says no matter what side fails, the other side has to keep going until the other side catches wow, up. Now you're opening up something. Now wow. we are in a covenant with God. Yeah. And then God is saying that, you, that your relation, the relationship I have with you, father to child, you should have with each other. Mm. Saying that if the other person doesn't love, you got to keep loving. Therefore, space for self-love can't exist. Because if I love myself and not you, I'm breaking the covenant. Jesus. But if I'm with the covenant... If I love you and you love me in spite of you don't love me, yeah. I still got to love you because us. the covenant of God between man and God says, I love you even though you were in sin. Yeah. So I sent the sacrifice because I loved you when you didn't know I loved you. Teach. And through the covenant, I kept on loving you. So I sent a, 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 a sacrifice that would make it easy for me to love you more. My Contract God. versus covenant. Contract and versus covenant. we can see people who... That's a contract love versus That's covenant. It. That's it. So contract says, when you stop loving me, I'm going to stop loving you. Covenant through God says, when you stop loving me, I still love you. Yeah. It, this, is, this is remarkable. Um, I think that there is more work to be done digging through that contract versus Your covenant. covenant. Yes. Yeah. Because I think that you've just diagnosed the world's issue, mm-hmm. and that is... Our love is contractual. Yes, sir. Yeah. We and yes, not sir. covenant. And not covenant. That I love that person until On I terms. find out <laughs> that they don't love me back or yeah. that they don't revere me or respect yes. me the same. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, what I call love is actually an exchange. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's contractual. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to have people say, nope, that ain't right. That ain't right. You got to love yourself. Yes. Yeah. You should yeah. soak in the bathtub for an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And care for yourself. Yeah. And you should also understand that opting to eat kale instead of bacon is also self-love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you're yeah. taking care <clears throat> of your temple. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> that you should take a vacation and unwind and get away from it all to take care of yourself. Absolutely. And you should ask your husband or your wife to babysit the children just for a few moments so that you can have some time to yourself. Absolutely, all of that is okay, and that is self-love, and it is self-care. But the only reason why a mother needs a few moments is so she can come back and run herself down serving what made her tired. Right. Absolutely. Again, the only reason why the mother needs to sit in the bathtub and just get a woo-saw moment so she can come back and help that same baby with the homework, help that same baby with a sippy cup, help that same baby with some goldfish. Because love for self is only me taking enough time to re-energize so I can come back and love you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Pass it, pass it, pass it. It isn't love, I say itten, itten, but isn't, <laughs> isn't love self-sacrificial and not self-aggrandizing? Uh, um, that, 
So then if love, Come on. if love is self-sacrificial, then it can't be self-love. Maybe it's self-respect. I respect myself enough to take time away. Love but if that. I'm loving you, if I'm loving something, yeah. that means I have to self-sacrifice. Meaning that I have to sacrifice myself in order to love. To love you. So I can't love myself yeah. because I got to sacrifice everything concerning self. Yeah. Look at what Jesus did in the pursuit of love. Yeah. He leaves a city paved with gold. Talk, Reverend. <laughs> Talk, Reverend. For streets covered in dust. In dust. He leaves a galaxy so big Ooh. to fit in a womb so small. Ooh. He goes from being motherless and being the only father yeah. to being the son of a sinful father and mother. Him. He goes from a place where angels are worshiping him yeah. Talk, man. to an earth where hateful people are crucifying come him. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And that Ooh. is what he called love. Love Ooh. is a bloody business yeah. and not a self-focused business. And whenever you pick you <laughs> over them or it, Ooh. Ooh. you are not practicing love. Ooh. You are practicing self-preservation. Yes. And what our world has taught us <laughs> is that the most important law is self-preservation. But my question is, what do we do with the scripture that says the first shall be last? And the last. And the last shall be first. What, we, what do we do with the scripture while we're loving ourselves and while we're taking care of ourselves? And I'm telling you, all of that is correct. You, you, you're supposed yeah, to take care of yourself. Yeah. I, I don't want you to, I can't nobody quote me and say that I said that you're not supposed to no. love yourself. You're absolutely supposed to love yourself. But you should be last on the list yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not first on the yeah. list. And, and, and self-love has become code language for, I can't handle this no more. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Self-love yeah. has become code for, I'm, it's an escape room. Yes, self-love has become code for, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> and the way I can make this decision and not be judged is say, I picked me. I picked me. Because there are <laughs> another 116 million other selfish people. Right. <laughs> Who identify, who identify with my selfish decision. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, who Woo. are watching me. It's exactly the choice that I made. Right. Yeah. I remember making the decision. Mm. I remember being unhappy. I me remember too. being frustrated. So for anybody who thinks that this is a sermon yeah. about judgment, no, the only sir. reason why I can preach it is because it first convicted me. me. I me was too. in a season where I said, I'm picking me. Me too, brother. Me I have too. served yeah. thousands of people all of my life. Yeah. I've given my life. I'm unhappy. I picked me. And guess what? The moment I picked me was the moment I was more depressed than I'd ever been. Because while I was picking me, I had others questioning me. Robin! And what happens when you pick Woo! you? You put everybody in the back seat to find out who will you become after you finish picking yourself. Preach, man. Preach. Because nobody is in your life because you picked you. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Nobody cares about you because you picked you. Ooh. Most people only care about what your life offers them. And so when you become selfish and you decide to love you, you will have another group of yeah. people who will say, yes, you Ooh. made the right decision. Yeah. But they don't show up. Long after they've congratulated you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I've got to love my neighbor. Yes. As I love myself. And that doesn't mean the person who lives at a different address. Sometimes no. the neighbor is the person in the other room. Yeah. 
Yes, sir. In the other cubicle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the other office. Yes. In the other car coming up and down the freeway. Yes, sir. I think that this has been, and Pastor Hammond, I want you to chime in. I think that we have a society that says, well, you, you can't love people until you first love you. Where do we get that where, from? Yeah, Show where, me the scripture. Yeah. Show me the scripture where it says, in order to love you, I got to first love me. Yeah. I'm to love the Lord thy God, yeah. then Ooh. my neighbor. Talk, man. As myself. He didn't even say, Talk. love the Lord your God, love your neighbor. Yeah. Then you yeah. love the Lord your God, love your neighbor as yourself. Wrapping right. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm into the love that I give, give and not the love that I receive. Reverend. You just broke Reverend. That's that, it. That's, that's it. the culture. Talk, right man. There. Talk. I, I would say, and, and we've lived this culture of wanting to receive love and how we give it instead of just giving love. And if when you do that, you, you put yourself in a box and you have no windows, there's no openings, and you've closed yourself off to even receive love. To love. The Bible says in that same Corinthians, love covers all, it endures all, love never fails, long and un- it yes, long sir. suffers. And until you can really understand, for me, it's understanding what love is. You got to understand what love is before you understand what love does. Ooh. And so when I know what love is, I oh, know what love on. can do. Hold on, back up. What up? Reverend. I, I just screamed and everybody, I hope your volume wasn't up that loud. Reverend! You have to understand what love is. What love is. Before you understand what love Pastor does. Hammond. Man, you just killed the whole internet. Because the internet is broke. Lo- what love is, is, and, and we've seen examples in this church time and time again. Love is caring for people, doing things. That exemplifies what love is. It's the, it's the expression of Christ. Yes. Uh, it shows him in the earth. Yeah, he's waiting on the return, but we can be expressions of Christ's love, but why what we do, and people can see his expression. He, we can experience his love for us by what we do. How do I exemplify myself? I've got to first understand what love is. Love suffers. Yes. People say, I don't want to go through this. I, I, back to I'm doing me. No. Are you suffering in your, in your long suffering? Love never fails. So why are you failing in love when the Bible says love never fails? Love mm. don't stop. Listen, mm. my, I remember my pastor told me mm. this growing up. He said, any love that fails to finish was flawed from the first. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Any love that fails to finish, fails to finish. was flawed from the first. The first, you never heard Jesus say, I'm doing this blinded eye miracle right now because I need to love myself. No. No. Instead, I do find scriptures like this, mm-hmm. Matthew 16, 14. If anyone would come after me, <laughs> let him deny himself. Yes, sir. Yes. Take up his cross and follow me. For whoever... Mark 8, 35, yeah. mm. would save his life will lose it. Yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. But whoever loses his life for my sake yes, sir. and the gospel yes, sir. will save it. John 15, 13. Woo. Greater love has no man than this. That's the letter. Listen. The Bible. That he would lay down his, his life, life. For who? <laughs> for a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The life of Jesus is teaching us passage after passage. Yeah. 
that it should be hashtag neighbor love. Neighbor love is the answer to insecurity. Yes, sir. Neighbor love is the answer to self-doubt. How has loving yourself worked? Because the truth is, and I say this with all conviction, loving you is what got you in the mess you're in. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Truth be told. If the truth be told, too much love for you, hashtag facts. 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 Too much love for you is why people are not sharing with you because you cannot reap where you have not sown. Facts. You cannot go into a bank and make a withdrawal where you've made no deposit. Man. And the problem is, is people are trying to withdraw from people they have not deposited anything yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. No wonder those people are bankrupt and they don't have anything to offer. Yeah. Because My whatever goodness. they were going to give you was yours to give them. <laughs> My goodness. You got to humble yourself. I always say subtraction cures the problem that multiplication has done. <laughs> you got to. You're going to fire today, Hammond. What is wrong <laughs> with you? You're killing man? it. You're killing humble it. Humble yourself under the mighty hand you're of God. Killing it. Power. Pastor, I thought about what you said. Uh, I thought about. Um, the word, when you think about love, you also got to think about gratitude. I think about those lepers that got healed and was the one that came back Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and acknowledged Christ. And I think about uh, Judas uh, when the young lady was uh, wanting to anoint Christ's feet with the oil, and he was more concerned about the value of the oil versus the value of Christ. And and so uh, if we look at that in those two parallels, uh, our love can be questioned by what we put our value on. Um, uh, the, the leper valued Ooh. Christ because of now he was healed and he had enough gratitude to come back. Judas had been in relationship with Christ and he didn't have relationship with Christ. Yeah. So isn't it funny that people don't are more receptive and more gracious in, in our love that don't have relationship. But those who have Ooh. relationship, wow. Judas, he, he said... This, this is valuable. This is valuable. Yeah, yeah. That's and a year's he, wages. Year's wages. Yeah. But he, his, his love was questioned. His love was questioned. Man, you're killing it today, Andy. <laughs> you're killing it. This is the day that the Lord has made. The, lo- the day that the Lord has made, but he made you to, to kill today. But, man, I was thinking, as the motive behind self-love, like the motive. The motive, like when you said, I'm tired of giving to someone else. So I have to take back what I was given. You know, when we talk, remember, remember the, the, the Wait tackle. Wait a minute. Hold on. Now you're talking about Hammond. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Say what you just said again. <laughs> yeah. I have to take back what I was giving. That's the reason. That's the motive behind self-love, to take back what to I was giving. take back what I was given. See, because, because now you feel like what I was given was not received well. Mm. So I take it back. And, and, and that's the, the stark difference or the contrast between Christ and what we do every day. Remember the tackle of text that we got on and we talked about that theological conundrum about him emptying himself? Yes, sir. And, and, and we talked about him giving up privileges. Yes. Like, right? So he gave up some privileges to walk amongst men. Mm-hmm. Well, then, if we are going to be in love, as we say, in love, what you're doing is giving up some privileges. I'm giving up my right to be first. I'm giving up my right for my pen to hover over all the time. I'm giving up my right to always have my voice heard. I'm giving up my right to, to, to be pushed up front. You're giving up the right. And when that fails us, what do we do? Pull it back. We take those privileges back. Wow. And now I got to be first. And wow. Now I got to have my voice heard. And now my opinion matters to everybody. 
Now it's me. Let me tell you something, Pastor Torrance. You just spit fire down from heaven <laughs> because you just preempted a thought in my mind. Now go and kill it now. You, no, you have people who are watching us, and I know we're, we're winning some over, slowly yeah, but yeah, surely, and we but you got some stubborn jokers. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. I don't care what them jokers well, say. I got to love me because if I don't <laughs> love me, right nobody else is going to do it. <laughs> and, and typically the gospel is often inundated uh, with the friction of belief mm-hmm. because you got the canonical writers and, and mm-hmm, you've got, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've got uh, the first three that are, and then you got John that stands alone and, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. you got Luke who spoke at it, the mm-hmm, synoptics, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, from a uh, one position. And then you got Matthew yeah, who yeah, left five yeah, people yeah. out that were actually there. And then Mark <laughs> didn't mention nobody at yeah, all. He yeah. just went. So, so, so you can, st- but you can't argue with epistles. Right. Yeah. 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 And and Paul said in 2 Timothy 3, there it is, right? people, there it watch is. this, in the last days will be lovers of, of themselves, themselves. <laughs> and also lovers of money. Money, yes, sir. Boastful. Boastful. Proud. Yeah. Abusive. Disobedient to their parents. <laughs> yeah. Ungrateful. Talk, unholy. Brother. Without love. Unforgiving. Ooh. Slanderous. Without self-control. Brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And he adds, have nothing to do with such people. Good God. Listen, listen to me. I got to read it again. That was Paul. And you know what? That was Paul. This this is going to be the end of section one. We're going to come back and we're going to discuss this again next week. We're going to stop right here. We ain't finished, but we're going to stop right here. Let's run this part part of the race a little further. (laughs) And I bet you, you better set your phone for next Tuesday at 7 o'clock <laughs> because we ain't done with you yet. We're not done with you yet. We, don't, we ain't on cable, but set your DVR. <laughs> Whatever you need to set, uh, set, set it because the second part of this discussion is going to help. And listen, if you're being pushed, yes. if you're being challenged, yes. growth happens in this zone. Yes, sir. If we're challenging your theology and challenging the way you think, that's okay. Yeah. You can yeah. go away yeah. from this not believing, but at least have the information. I'm going to say it again. Read it. Second Read Timothy it. chapter 3. Yeah. Talk, man. This ain't Keon. Study on this. No, this is Paul. This yes, is Timothy Paul. taking the letter yes, at Paul's behest while he's yes, in prison. Sir. Yes, sir. Second Timothy, Timothy 3, <laughs> 2 through 5. Ooh. Paul lists several things that will be coming in the last days. The last days. The last days. The last now, days. People keep saying, you know, how we're in the last days because there are wars. And the scripture rumors says war. there are wars war. and rumors of wars. Yeah. Yes, we are in the, we're in the famine. last days. Famine. It's famine in the land. All Please. that stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. But the other way to know. to know that the days are numbered. That's yeah. scripture, Reverend. That's scripture. Is when people become lovers. lovers. <laughs> Come on, of themselves. I Good love the Bible. God. I love the Bible, man. I man. love it. I love it. You man. know that the sky is getting ready to crack like glass, and the dead in Christ will rise, and those of us who are alive will be yeah. caught up in the twinkling of an eye. Yeah. We, you know that's getting ready to happen, yes. and the great white throne judgment will be able to be instituted. Talk, and, man. and you know that that's getting ready to happen yes, in the great tribulation period. All yes, of sir. that is getting ready to happen, and you know why? 
because of hashtag self-care. Self-care. Right. Hashtag <laughs> self-love. People will become lovers, lovers of, of themselves. themselves. Also, Woo. lovers of money. Mm. We see I've never f- seen so many people making it rain. Yeah. Pockets bulging. In my, in my life. Make it rain. Yeah. Listen, he says, and they will be boastful. Yeah. And they will be proud. Proud. And they will be abusive and disobedient mm. to their parents. Have you ever seen? Oh, man. All this back talking. So All much adolescent that. disbehavior. Ooh. Ungrateful. Mm. How many parents got ungrateful relatives and children? Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Unholy. Mm. Now watch this. This is mm. the thing that caught me. Without love. <laughs> which means that Paul understood. Understood something. That just because you love you yeah. doesn't mean you have love. Yeah. That you Woo. can actually have self-love and still Woo. be loveless. Yes. Robin. Because real love is not self-love. No, Those are two different no, words. No. Love is love, yes. and self-love is something else. Yes, sir. So you can have self-love and still be without love. Yes, and sir. if you're without love, then you're unforgiving. Oh my God. No wonder yeah. we oh have so many people slandering other people online. Oh, my God. Because when you don't love anybody but you, you'll say whatever you want yeah. about somebody about else. Somebody else. Without yeah. self-control. Mm-hmm. Brutal, not lovers of the good, yeah. treacherous, rash, talk, talk, conceited, man. lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. That's scripture. That's Here it scripture. is. And this is the big one. Scripture. Having a form of godliness, yeah. but denying his power. What we are seeing more than ever is a form of religion. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. How? Can I speak with the tongues of men and have not charity? Yes. This is Paul in, in his letter yes. to the Corinthian yes. church. Yes, sir. How can I do good to some and not do good, good to, uh, to all? To, yeah. How can I love a God whom I've never seen? seen. Yes. Yes, sir. But can't and love people and hate yeah. my brother who I see every, who day. I see every, day. every day. Yes, sir. You cannot. You listen. Can. Listen. Yes, sir. This is it right here. You cannot yes, sir. hate me and love God. Mm-hmm. Woo! It is impossible. Say it again, Ralph. It Say it again. You cannot hate anybody else and say you love God. Woo! No more oh. than I can come in your house right now and tell you. I can't say nothing. I can't stand your children, but fix me something to eat. You would show me the door. And give me some words that you wouldn't re- won't record it online. Right. So how are you going to walk in God's house? Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness, and the fullness thereof. How can you be in his house yeah. talking about how much you love him, but you hate him. Yeah. with how slanderous and hateful we are to each other? Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible. And he adds, after he says that they have a form of godliness but denying his power, this is what he says. And we're going to go over here and come back next week. Have nothing to do with these people. To do with we'll see y'all next week. Listen, um, I think that this is the most consequential conversation of the year. I hope that you have taken what we've said in stride and that it challenges your heart to move towards the things that God has us destined to do. It's time to give. It's time to give. And listen, the summer months 
are very important times to sow. Let me tell you why it's so important to sow. If you think of it from a natural perspective, the sun is at its apex. There's more heat in the earth and atmosphere than ever before. The ground has been scorched. The seeds in some places are struggling just to get enough water to survive. And the reason why you have to make sure that you've planted deep enough is so that the summer doesn't undo what you're trying to do. See, what happens in the summer, we take our seeds and we go on vacation. We take our seeds and we buy things, drop tops and all kinds of things. And I'm not being judgmental because if you can do that, you should. But please don't do it with your seed. Do it with your interest. Do it with your extra. But you should never, ever spend your seed. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that this summer will be your highest grossing summer ever. I remember a time in my life that when the summer came, I got nervous because I knew that by October of every year, I was going to be waiting on my first fruit. You see, the way my businesses used to be set up in my past life, the beginning of the year was my highest grossing month. And so by the time July, August, September, October came, I was already in struggle mode waiting on the beginning of the year. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I broke that curse. I am no longer under the jurisdiction of that curse. I now live a life that is abundant, and I don't mean it just in a financial sense. I live a healthy, abundant life. My child is healthy. I live an abundant life. Our church is flourishing. I live an abundant life. We have a staff and a team of people who are flourishing in their gifts. I live an abundant life. Why? Because I've sold in everything that is feeding me. You see, I sow time into my daughter. I sow words of encouragement into our staff. And yes, I sow money into the kingdom. This is a time to sow. And I want you to get your biggest gift, your biggest gift that you've given so far in the middle of a week. And I want you to put your stake in the ground. And I want you to decree and declare that you will not struggle the second half of the year. That quarter three and four are going to be bigger than one and two. And eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. You haven't even began to imagine the good things that God has in store for you. So as they put the instructions up on the screen, the only one you need to follow is the one that came before what's on the screen. And that is to sow bountifully so you can reap a harvest. I pray that money, health will find you. Happiness will find you everywhere your foot shall tread. God bless you. I cannot wait to see you in part two.